On today's episode of Bet Bath & Beyond, Andy and Ian go over the NFL playoffs. I keep losing all my fucking bets. We talk the national title game, and this episode is brought to you by Leveled Up. Leveled Up is your first choice in building your small business. They specialize in marketing and website design to take your business to the next level. Contact them at leveledup.co. Are you ready for the next level? Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. I am Andy Heidemann, and I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports. And leveled up, Andrew. Another one? I guess, dude. We'll do one more ad <laughs> spot for Leveled Up, uh, and uh, then we'll we'll cut ties. We'll cut ties because that's what you do with your sponsors. You build up that relationship, you do it once, and then you cut ties. Never again. One and done. Also brought to you by Listerine. Listerine, that's... you put it in your mouth. Don't swallow it. Don't swallow the Listerine. Just, just if you want to get drunk, you can. Just gargle it. Just, you know, swish it around. It's going to sting for a little bit, but the people at Listerine have ensured us that it's good for you, even though it burns, and uh, you will live forever. It's like an STD. (laughs) Okay, we are recording this. Uh, We can never actually get sponsored by them now. No, no. (laughs) Everything that, all these make-believe sponsors that I keep, you know, throwing out there will never, they'll never be real sponsors of us. So I try to avoid like Pepsi and Coke and like, you know, the big ones. Apple. Apple, Microsoft, (laughs) exactly. You get it. Okay. Nothing to do with football. Actually, the Microsoft Surfaces, very nice. No. And they use them on the sidelines. Stop it. Stop it. They are. We are an Apple we are an Apple podcast. We are no fucking such thing. <laughs> okay. We are recording this Monday, January eleventh at night. This episode will debut on the twelfth. I like to say this in the beginning of episodes so people know when the fuck we're when when the fuck we record. Because I feel like we record anytime on Mondays. We record sometimes in the mornings. Yeah, we especially like with uh, the way things are set up because we we did the morning for a while and I did really like that, but that was also because there were games on Monday night, um, and we you know we wanted to kind of get our Monday nights back, and it was nice to get up and start your week talking about sports because who fucking doesn't like to do that? I love it. I love it. Uh, th- when we worked together, that's actually how almost every Monday actually started, was we would meet at your desk and talk about sports for like 20 minutes and then oh. actually go into our fucking jobs. We'd yell at each other and people would look at over at us and like, these people are crazy. Well, yeah, we're, we're kind of early risers too. So, I mean, the, the earlier people were like, these people are nuts. And the people who got in later were like, they're just screaming at each other still. So. <laughs> yeah. Someone go walk over to them and tell them to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now this is our job. Except we don't get paid. So um, I think that the best thing we could possibly do right now is for me to say I'm sorry to all the people who were Colts believers like me. You were wrong. You uh, were dead ass I, wrong. I, I, well, I mean, they did cover. Um, but no, I but like you lost. Say, hold on. You oh, lost, no, I lost. I lost my bet. I'll own to that. Me, to me. But $20. You, you definitely thought they were going to blow them out. I, okay, I can't remember what I said last episode. Did I say that the Bills would cover? 
You did say the Bills would cover. I, believe now, I know that. six yeah, and a half points that. is not a blowout, but you seemed very confident. Well, let me tell you, Andrew, and we'll start. This is what this is how we're going to do this episode. We will go through all the wild card weekend games, and then we'll talk about the national title game because that is coming up in an hour. So we'll talk about that. Then a little like a little nostalgia, like we used to do when Monday night games were still getting uh, played. We'll record after the national title game and do a little recap. Does that sound good, Andrew? Does that sound good? Sounds audience. Good. Yeah, sounds sounds great to me. I'm taking the silence of the audience as affirmation. Okay. Oh my god, we need a soundboard with like cheers and boos. I need to be in control of it. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the first game. Uh Colts Bills. Yeah, I thought the Bills were going to cover that six and a half point spread. I was wrong, but I was right in taking that bet with you last episode, twenty dollars. Yep. Three to one though. Remember that. that Three was, to one. It was risky. I'm not yeah, balls on you for taking that. That but, was uh, worse than DraftKings. That was worse than Barely. Vegas. Well You wanted me to take two to one, which is way worse <laughs> than what I offered you. Fuck you. I remember that. But it still was worse. And so I was nervous because the it was the Colts game to win. It it really was. It was. They came out hot. They started running with Jonathan Taylor. Here's what went wrong. They were too cute. They were too cute. They were, I remember the one drive, it was first and goal on the one, on yeah. the one, and they don't give it to Jonathan Taylor. I think they maybe gave Which it to him on crazy. third down on a, on a wide pitch. So he had to run like seven yards instead of one yard. Just hand the ball off to him. One yard. Dude, the first like three drives of the game, Jonathan Taylor looked fucking great. I mean, he's looked great pretty much all, I mean, like the end half of this season. Jonathan Taylor is my boy. I like him. I support him. And he still had like 78 yards, one touchdown. It just was not enough. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, the, the Colts definitely could have won this game. But Josh Allen is a different kind of animal. He was good. I, I mean, I feel like this was a little rusty for the Bills. Like they, they sure. didn't look peak Bills. And we'll get to, obviously... We'll get to the Ravens, but same thing with the Ravens. And it's funny that these two teams are playing each other next Saturday or this Saturday, right? Because they both didn't look that great against you know the first playoff game. They both now, looked a little shaky. I do have a question for you because uh, last episode you said the Colts were bad. Are the Colts bad? No, the Colts are not bad. Did I really okay, say I, that? I, did I really say that? You did. Yeah, you said that. I mean, hold on. <laughs> I stay su- I say stupid shit all the time. And most yeah. of the stuff that I say, I don't mean. Now, well, sure. I will I'll say just, as long as we can keep that in mind. I will say I don't think Philip Rivers is good right now. I think I right now I, think I don't a, think he's good. I agree. I think that a good quarterback makes like if Dak does go somewhere that's not the Cowboys and lands here, these guys are dangerous next year. I think if Deshaun Watson happens to get there, he won't because they're not going to trade in division. No fucking way. But like that would make this team very scary. Uh, I think that there are, I don't know. They're not. They made playoffs. They're not going to get a good draft pick. They could get one of those late round QBs that they really want to take a shot on because they. I don't think they need anything else. They've got offensive line. They have got a running back. They have got a great defense that's young. Their wide receivers are okay. Like T.Y. Hilton's whatever. But, I mean, he's at least a veteran. They're really just a QB away from really competing, I think. Sure. I, I agree with you. And we were we were chirping back and forth during this game. Uh, and For a I while. said I said that Philip Rivers throws like a girl, and he just throws it so weird. I have no confidence 
when he throws the ball. Like he's made he made some great throws. Don't get me wrong in that game. But when I'm yeah. talking about when he releases, I'm like, there's that ball's going nowhere. It's like, there's weird, no like, way. sideways shit. I don't understand it either. But he's always thrown that way. Sure. And I guess now that he's you know old, the ball's just not getting to his receivers like it used to. Because right. I do think it was funny to end the game. They went with a Hail Mary, not Jacoby Brissett, but with Phil Rivers. And he right. didn't even get the ball into the end zone. It was like I, five yards short. <laughs> you know, and honestly, they've done Hail Marys, I think, in this like this season. And they always use Brissett. And I wonder if they put Rivers in there. One, last play of his career. Possibly, right? Maybe they know that that's you know they they've probably had behind door talks like he's not going to play again. They know it. He knows it. That could be one thing, um, but that seems unlikely to me. That was just something I read because you know you play to win the game. The other thing is, if they put Brissett out there, they know that's what they're doing as opposed to having Philip out there. It could be an over the middle. It could be a screen. But you know what I mean? No, I think it was very obvious that they had to go because there was like four seconds left. You had to get into the end zone. You had to hit, you had to toss up a hail mary, and the fact that it was short. So even by the miraculous DeAndre Hopkins catch that he had, even if you had a catch like that, you would be right. at the five yard line and the game would be over. <laughs> um, Stephon Diggs had a good game, over hundred yards. I'm scared of uh, yeah. Okay, so we can do a little sneak peek of next week. Obviously, the tables are set. We know where you know what all the games are for next weekend. I'm a little nervous. No, I'm I'm nervous. I'm not a little nervous. I am yeah. nervous about Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Those are the two I teams. Mean, I mean, those are the two uh, players on that team that I'm most scared of. Rightfully I'm glad so. you brought that up. Well, yeah, because I, I have something important to talk about on that topic when we get to that game. So that's a little teaser. Oh, nice. And, uh, and you know what? You know who else I'm a little scared of? Cole Beasley. Because he's a yeah, okay, shifty motherfucker. He's a shifty little motherfucker. He's a great uh, slot receiver. And I he, I mean, when you need a first down, he's the guy. Yeah. God so. damn. That, the Bills are good. Um, Bills win it. Obviously, 27-24. Colts go home. Phillip Rivers, it's probably uh, probably done for his career, but we'll see. And uh, what's the stat? I have a stat. It is the first playoff win for Buffalo since 1995. Yay! I think. <laughs> Isn't uh, is it the Browns also 95? No, we'll get. Well, is there we'll 94? Get, yeah, it is oh, yeah, 94. We'll <laughs> okay, but yeah, no spoiler. It's 94. Okay, so then we got Rams, Seahawks. This what the is fuck? okay. So this is hilarious. I wrote an article on b3tsports.com. I've been saying it all year, all season, and I have a I have an apology. This is an apology time, okay? The LA Rams are no longer kings of fraudland. They're not. Sure. I mean, I had no faith in them. I wrote a blog. I said this was the fraud bowl, and take the Seahawks minus three because I was the line. I said said the same thing, and I was like, just hammer the Seahawks. No way, the frauds of LA win this game. And you know, they even had what's I don't even remember his name. Who was the who was the quarterback that started that got hurt? Oh, Wolford. John Wolford. Yes. And then he got his fucking head knocked off. <laughs> yeah, so no, I serious, that was uh, he went to the hospital. I know. Yeah, I shouldn't be laughing. That's crazy. He's fine no, now. I mean, I'm not, I mean, he's fine now. Fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's, he walked away. He's fine now. 
he'll have CTE and he'll have some mental issues later down Cops the road. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> They're not even like real people. <laughs> so uh, I did not think the Rams had it in them. And even if Jared Goff did play, it was on a broken fucking thumb, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Holy shit was I wrong because right after Wolford got hurt, who comes in? But Jared Goff, the leader of the Kings of Fraudland, and he looked fucking good with a broken looked, thumb, Andrew. With a yeah, broken he had thumb. A broken, he only he completed less than ten passes. So I, I don't mean, care. Like, I don't care. He looked. I good. know. I know. Or what are you gonna do? Give him the key to the city? I don't. I mean, they want. They put thirty points up. They. They're. I mean, sure. We no, all they, know. We all know the Rams' defense is amazing. Okay. So obviously, you have Ramsey, who was fucking locking down DK Metcalf. Uh, yeah. You have Aaron Donald, obviously. So, it, look, the Rams defense is obviously like the reason why they're good. But I'm just saying the fact that Jared Goff played with a broken thumb, completed passes to Robert Woods, and I didn't see Cooper Cup make a whole lot of plays. But I do uh, remember, he, I definitely remember had, Robert Woods. Here's why you don't remember that. Uh, he completed nine passes. <laughs> like, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Over the course of a whole game, Coop had four catches. Robert Woods had four catches. Okay, Cam Akers had two. Like I, that's really you know, it. I just why that's all. I'm telling but you. You want to hear in the my head? here's the worst stat. Okay, we'll go for it. Say what you. Well, go, just go in my head, mean. like looking back at that game, it just I just remember watching the game, being like, oh, here comes Jared Goff. Now the Seahawks are really going to fucking kill them. And I was like, wait, he actually looks good. Oh, and wait, he's playing with a broken thumb. And for some reason, those two elements, him not being a fraud and him having a broken thumb, I thought he was um, I thought he was the second coming of fucking uh, Brett Favre. He would just, well, I, for some reason, looked really good for at, to me. Here, here's my problem with the game in its entirety. Pete Carroll is a seasoned veteran coach, right? Yeah, I know. Would, no, no. would you say? Would you say he's like a top five coach, probably in the NFL? I mean, he comes to mind because I don't know. Like, right? is he a fraud now? Like, I don't. Well, my but here's my. You know who Russell Wilson is. You know he's a bad dude, right? Okay. Now here's what I'll say. Russell Wilson had one terrific touchdown pass to DK Metcalf. He was right like scrambling, and he fucking flicked it. With the flick of his wrist, and it was just a beautiful, high-soaring bread basketball that landed right in DK Metcalf's hands for a touchdown. And I was like, "That's Russell Wilson. That's the let Russ cook, you know, talk that we've we saw the first few weeks, but then haven't right. seen since." So you got DK Metcalf, who is arguably one of the best receivers in the league, probably right. Right. You've got Tyler Lockett, who I don't care where you want to put him; he's a good football player. Yes, I'd ha- okay. I'd take him. How many? How many times do you think Russell Wilson threw the football this game? Uh, probably 30, 30. Less than 30 times. That's crazy. 27 times. I get that you got to mix in the run. I understand that. But I just – you have these amazing weapons, and you've got Russell Wilson. I don't know. It just, to me, it felt like – I mean, what were you scared of? I mean, if – if uh, Ramsey was on Metcalf, I mean, ninety six yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he was beating him. I don't know. I I think the Seahawks are overrated. I'm glad they're not in the playoffs anymore. I don't think the Rams are going to make a run. Good for them on the win, though. Good for them, and it proves that they're not fraud. Well, it proves they're not kings of fraudland. Sean McVay is a good coach, and I think people forget that because of the Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. Sure. Uh, and so then immediately after the game, I had a coronation article. I followed it up. 
and I pronounced the Seahawks the new kings of Fraudland. However, right. I couldn't predict what happened a day later, and we'll get into that game. But I think that the Seahawks really aren't the kings of Fraudland. <laughs> I think there's a new team, a new king in town, and we'll get to it. I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. You know, it's the Steelers. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the, what was the spread of this game? The spread uh, minus was three Seahawks. Minus right? three Seahawks. Yes. Okay, so obviously uh, Rams cover. Go Rams. Um, Thirty to twenty. Okay. Last uh, Saturday game, we have the Bucks mm-hmm. and the Washington Football Team. Uh, I mean Tampa Tom. Playoff Tom. I knew playoff Tom. Now. The spread, I believe, was eight, hovering around eight and a half, maybe. Does that sound right? Yeah. I'm looking yeah. it up. Yeah, it was eight. So, oh, it was a push. 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 But. But um, the, it was pushed on with the heart of fucking Taylor Heineke. Yes. That's what I was going to say. That is, motherfucker. Well, I didn't How even. How to ball. I didn't even know Alex Smith wasn't playing, Andrew. When did we find yeah, this yeah. out? When did we find so this it, out? It, the I I want to say the morning of on uh, Saturday. That was bullshit. I mean, look, here's the thing. And well, the NFL. Look, there's there's several examples this weekend. This being one of them, where if you're going to legalize gambling all across the United States in all 50 states, you're going to have to do a better job because people are going to get pissed. People are going to get furious, and they're not going to want to bet anymore because. I was expecting Alex Smith to play this game. And I'm sure a lot of people did. And I'm sure a lot of people placed bets before they found out Alex Smith wasn't going to be the starter. And we're probably like, well, fuck this. Now I have to fucking, you know, hope on Heineke, fucking Heineken over here, who he, he was on the practice squad. He was in the fucking XFL. Like, who is he? He actually came through and actually, you know, pushed the spread so he actually I mean, gave yeah, people gave betters their money back but you can't like this little little trickery shit is not gonna fly when you have a, a whole country betting on these games and if you want to legalize betting in all the states and you like and you want people to actually trust you in your product you can't be switching out quarterbacks the fucking hours before the game and being like oops sorry alex smith is why was he even out of the game i don't i mean why didn't he even play I don't. So that that was what I was wondering myself. Like, why didn't he play? And there is another thing that came out recently that said Alex Smith is now weighing his options on whether he will play again. Just, so I'm wondering if he's just if he was nervous about his leg because it wasn't feeling right, or you know, you know, he he got banged up earlier in the season, and I just didn't know if he thought like, is it worth it again? Because I understand that. I mean, you could be a warrior. He did all the shit he needed to do. Came back. Definitely worthy. Comeback player of the year, most likely. And he deserves it. Um, but I, he, got, he has a wife and kids, you know? He almost fucking died for football. Yeah, no. Like, comeback I mean, player of the year. Enough. Look, comeback player of the year. My 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 grievances aren't on Alex Smith, okay? They're with the NFL. They're with the NFL. They're with the Washington football team. I just... I mean, I, I get the whole I mean, element of surprise thing. Yeah. But you, like... You can't legalize, and maybe if gambling wasn't legal, then you're like, well, don't bet on the games. But you're making efforts to bring in more money, which is going to go into the NFL's pocket, 
and you have betters that expect the truth. You can't be pulling this little trickery shit and then be like, oh, like, you know, it's it's just it's bullshit and I don't like it. And it also, I mean, I'm wondering why what happened between the last game, which was the week 17 against the Eagles. Alex Smith played the whole game, right? Yeah. Okay, well, he didn't get hurt that game. So if that know. if you play that game, are you just going to not play in the playoffs? The the most important game of the season? I don't I don't know what to think about it. And I do understand uh, his, yeah. his legs. And he you know what? He might have been scared of Ndamun Kinsu because he has a history stomping of stomping on, on yeah, people's no, legs. That could be a thing. <laughs> so so um, you never know. But but I do want to say, again, hats off, Taylor Heineke, 26 completions, over 300 yards. He rushed for a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. Fucking good That for rush for a touchdown was fucking badass. It was insane. That was badass. But Tampa Tom, though, 380 yards. He threw two touchdowns, no picks. A.B. Uh, A.B., baby. A.B. A- 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 looked good. Uh, he, only, he, he only threw to him three times. But, but one was a touchdown. yards and a touchdown. One was a touchdown. One of them was a touchdown. Uh, one of them was like a 31-yard touchdown. Yeah, watching him kneel into the end zone, just like screaming up into the sky. I'm just like, I'm happy for you, dude. Like, uh, hopefully, you're a good guy, and I know that you right. you kind of fell off the mental, ba- you know, the mental wagon. And I'm hoping he's <laughs> back on. And this is like his. Everyone loves a good comeback, right? Everyone yeah. loves a good comeback story. So I, I w- I'm hoping that this is AB's true comeback story. Maybe, maybe Tampa. I mean, not Tampa. Maybe Tom has something up his sleeve. Maybe they put up a fight against the Saints. Maybe they put up a fight against I, the Packers. We'll, we'll preview that, obviously, uh, on the next episode. But I uh, I am very, very excited for that Saints-Bucks matchup. Could you imagine A.B., after all the shit he went through, teaming up with Tampa Tom and going to the Super Bowl and winning it? That, that would be I would a, love it. That would be crazy. That would be a crazy comeback story. Uh, but yeah, Buccaneers win thirty-one to twenty-three. Mike Evans was playing. I didn't. I didn't know if he was gonna play or not, but he he played. And, I mean, he just got hurt. Okay, here's uh, so the it, the bottom line for that game is we knew the Washington football team probably wasn't gonna win anyway. Yeah, any uh, any they, hold on any team that the NFC East wanted to fucking hold up as fucking uh sacrifice was going to get slaughtered we all knew that okay so for all you cowboys giants and eagles fans being like oh like you know i saw some some people on twitter who were pissed off because they're like oh like the washington football team doesn't even deserve to be there they're not even playing alex smith they're just playing tyler won their division yeah they won the division that's their prize you were you were all gonna get slaughtered (laughs) yeah now can you I, we've talked about this before, but like, I always said, like, you know, if there's a team with a better record, should that be it? And everyone's like, no, no, it should. And I get that because you know you're playing for your for your division, and that I guess means something. Right. Um, but what if it's like a margin of five wins? Like, if there's a team with five wins over the the division winner, should there be a rule, or you still think no? I, for me personally, no. I think that every division should have a representative there, um, because you could. I don't know, man, because playoffs i mean not playoffs just overall scheduling of the season is never fair right you're gonna have teams like the pittsburgh steelers that get a cakewalk and get to 11 wins because the toughest team they faced was you know the titans or something and they've been playing cupcake teams uh since then so then you're talking about well and i don't know man i just i don't even know where i'm really going with this but if you have a, divi- a person represent, if you have a team represented in every division, 
it's it's the most fair, I think. Even though that yeah. that sounds backwards because I know people are going to be screaming, that's not fair. That's the opposite of fair. Yeah, but there's but, so much that goes into it too. Because I mean, there are teams that don't even fucking play each other, and you could be like, well, we're better because we have a better record. It's like, well, if the other team played a harder like schedule, it's just I mean, that's impossible for you to always. It's apples and oranges. Exactly. Right? So, I like the division. What What about anyway. you? Anyway, well, what about you? I, I, uh, five wins. I feel like that's a lot. I don't think that would even. I don't know if that would ever happen. Um, I'm a big fan of the competition in the sense of the best playing the best because it gives me the better product. But as a fan, I would really suck to win your division and not win anything. Right. So I mean, I, I see both sides. As I don't mind how it is now. Everyone likes an underdog story. We, we've talked about that a million times. Some of the best sports stories of all time are underdog stories. Fuck the Russians. Rudy, miracle. You know, the Sandlot. We love underdog stories. Rocky. Okay, so... Uh, Dude, I love Rocky. Okay, anyway, that's a push. Let's move on to the next day, which is Sunday, Ravens-Titans. I, okay. I'm not going to go on a huge rant, okay? I did okay. my I did my ranting last episode before this game, okay? I talked about mm-hmm. the injustice of the Titans and how this was revenge season for the Ravens, and we needed this win. We needed to do exactly what the Titans did to us, what, you know, what they did to us. We needed to win, okay? I'm, I yeah. can't, I'm fumbling over my words. The Ravens did it. It was hard fought. It wasn't easy. It was a grinding game. It was a, it was a grinding game. And I'll be the first mm-hmm. to say it. I don't think we, our defense looked amazing. Our defense looked great. We stopped Derrick Henry. He had 40 yards. He had that, 40 That was yards. what I was going to say is in a grinding game against Derrick Henry, winning that is congratulations. You fuck, you know what I mean? Yes. That's and like, thank you. I, I, I will take that, that personally. But, <laughs> <laughs> and I told people, I said it in a, multiple chats, multiple you know text conversations, Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, healthy, Derrick Henry's in trouble. I said that, yeah. I said it, and I had a friend who I watched uh, the games with, he is here in Chicago. He's a Bears fan. Big better. Uh, in fact, he's called in a couple times. Yo-Yo Bonito, you know him, uh, on the B3T <laughs> Sports site. He took Derrick Henry over under prop yardage 120 yards. 120 yards he took the over. And I literally told him, he, he's, in the, he's, in a, he's in a group chat with me. I literally told him the morning of Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, they're healthy. They were not healthy last time we played them. They were not on our team. Clay's Campbell was not on our team last year. We, like, this is huge to stopping Derrick Henry. And he didn't listen. And he looked like a fool because Derrick Henry got 40 yards when he would took the over at 120. I mean, I don't know if I'd have taken the over at 120. Uh, I probably would have taken the over of 100, I think, uh, for a guy like that. But... I mean, no, both of the QBs, neither of them played exceptionally well in the sense of quarterbacking. Um, 18 completions for Tannehill, less than 200 yards. He threw a pick. He did throw a touchdown. Um, Lamar, 17 completions, less than 200 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown. He still he threw a pick. But Lamar made up for it on the ground, as Tannehill definitely did not. Right, and, uh, and that's what I was actually going to say before I went into my uh, defensive Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams uh, rabbit hole is that I'll be the first to say that our offense didn't play that great. We have played much better, you know, in the past five games. You know, we've won, f- 
well now six straight but going into this game we had won five games straight and we right we you know we've thrown the ball better we've ran the ball better our offense definitely wasn't at its peak performance and that's kind of what i was saying with the bills the bills didn't look all that they weren't living up to their potential and i don't think the ravens were living up their to their potential now this could be just like first game nerves exactly because you had two young quarterbacks right this is lamar's you know only third playoff game and he has this huge reputation in front of him that he hasn't won a game yet in the playoffs and this was huge and i definitely think you saw it in the first quarter we were losing 10 nothing. We were losing 10 nothing and he throws a terrible interception. I mean it was a, it was an awful interception and I was right. like, "Oh my god, he's he's collapsing under pressure again." Just like last, you know, just just because of the weight of the game, right? But he warmed up. He started throwing short passes to Hollywood Brown, which was huge. And Hollywood Brown played a good game. He was quick and he he had a lot of yards after a catch. And I think that he was our best receiver that game. Mark Andrews had some really good catches. He had one good catch on third down right at the sideline that really saved a drive for us. Um, but we could have done better. We could have done better on the offense. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Um, I think that the Ravens could make a deep run. If, and this is, this is a big if, if Lamar's allowed to run like he did. Yeah, that... that 50 yard touchdown run that he had where i mean i was holding my breath it looked like he was going to get sacked at the logo and then he just jumps out in front hits the gas pedal zooms away faster than everyone else on the field dives for the pylon i was i fucking came i fucking jizzed in my pants dude it was stunting on these hoes it was stunting on these hoes and it was fucking beautiful so if he can continue to do that then you're golden. I, I'm, I'm liking our chances. And I will say, I will say, I am glad we are playing the Bills rather than the Chiefs. <laughs> because, and it has. I wouldn't want to play the Chiefs either. Well, it, and I know the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. They're possibly the best team in football right now. But there's, there's something about the Chiefs and the Ravens. They've been us three years in a row. I mean, we talked about it earlier this year. There are kryptonite. They really are. There are ever there are a lot of people with kryptonite. I know, but specifically the Ravens, because they've they've faced Lamar three times now. They've beaten Lamar three times now. And I think that he just and Lamar's even commented they're like the big brother, you know, and we're like the little brother and they keep beating up on us. I just I I'm not I don't know. Look I, on the bright side. Look on the bright side. You don't have Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Okay, that's a that's a great oh and and also that did that is a great segue into the next game. I just want to say one last thing that fuck Mike Vrabel and fuck the Titans <laughs> because For I saw I saw so many people being like that's so disrespectful that after Marcus Peters had the interception and our entire defense went and stomped on their logo, they did it first. They did it first. Two wrongs don't make a right, Ian. I don't care, but fighting fire with fire might make a fire bigger, but it fucking warms my heart because that was a perfect ending to that game. Mike Vrabel is a pussy-ass bitch. For a man that size, for him to be as soft as he is, really is a disappointment. And he, even after the game, was like complaining about, oh, we got screwed by the officiating, which is Did, uh, did Justin Tucker miss a field goal? He did. He missed a 52 
52 yard unacceptable yeah it was it was far look it was a, it was a, it was definitely in the 50s it was Dude, we, we didn't talk about this in the bills game but uh tyler bass he, he like knocked down a, like a 54 yarder didn't he yeah dude he he fucking nailed that one and to justin tucker's credit he had another 50 plus uh field goal right after he missed the first one and he nailed mm-hmm. that so sure. it's good not to get in his head you know, I hate when kickers <laughs> get in their head. And that's a thing. That's a yeah. of course, of course, it's a thing. And just because they miss one fifty yarder, they're like, okay, well, this is I can't kick another one. No, Justin Tucker was like, fuck you. I missed the first one. Fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck everyone. I'm hitting the second one. And the second one, I think, was like a fifty one yarder, and he nailed it. Right. Anyways, speaking of bad kicks, Bears. Well, hold on. Oh, what you keep you want wanting to, to why do you keep wanting to jump back into the Bears Saints? Well, because why can't we just talk about the Titans Ravens for the entire podcast? Oh, I don't know because one, no. know. one last thing I'll say. And for real, this is <laughs> this is the last thing. I swear I believe to God. You. I believe no, no, no. the Ravens covered. The spread was three that, and a half. Okay, no, that's good. I did. There you go. The Ravens, three and a half, and we covered. Uh, it was twenty to thirteen. And what a terrible over. The over was like 54 and a half and uh, yeah, the total was yeah. 33. So, sorry if you hit the over on that. Okay. Bears, Saints, what was the spread here? I think it was, wasn't it like 10? It was 10, but it moved. It moved to 11. And honestly, and we'll talk about this because the ending of this game had betting implications. I know the people that I was with took bears at plus 11 i actually took the money line i took a ten dollar bet i applied some odds boost and it was like plus four or something hundred and with the odds boost it was plus 920 andrew plus 920 ridiculous that's great 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 value value. bet so i had to take it plus i was watching the game with a bunch of bears fans so i needed something to to help me root for this god-awful team but this the line was 11. Let's say 11. Okay, let's say 11. Okay, because there was a it was the, the score was yep. 21 to 9 and at the end of the game with no seconds left, the Bears throw a touchdown pass to uh Jimmy Graham who had an amazing one-handed catch. That was a fucking awesome touchdown. Uh and to make it 21 to 9, right? That was the final score. Now, everyone who I was with were cheering and stuff because that was at least the one silver lining is the bears got stomped, but at least we're not going to lose money because they're going to come in, kick the, kick the extra point, And then it's a push, right? It'll be a push. It'll be right. 21 to 10. And there you go. No fucking Jimmy Graham. As soon as he caught that football, just went up and jogged out of the stadium. I saw him leave and I was like, okay, Jimmy Graham's done. And then I saw all the coaches and the staff, and the rest of the players come onto the field. And I was like, what's going on? And the people who were jumping up and down who had taken the Bears at plus 11 stopped cheering, immediately no. are like, what's going on? They have to kick the extra point. They have to kick the extra point. No. Apparently, you don't have to kick the extra point if it doesn't matter to the game. And so no, yeah, you, everyone, you and they- everyone lost their bets by one fucking point because the Bears didn't kick the extra point at the end of the game. Now, I want to know whose call that is. I don't think there's any call. I think that you just can't. I thought. I think the game's over. It, see, okay, because I don't. If that's the case, then Nagy's safe. <laughs> He's a safe man. 
But if that's not the case and they're just like, it doesn't matter anyway, then I mean, and he's like, we're not going to kick it. I, I, this goes that's back. Sort of thing. This goes back to the what I was saying earlier at yes. the Bucks Washington football game. If you're going to legalize gambling across the country, you need to make sure you tighten this shit up because people are going to yeah. get pissed. People are going to get fucking pissed. And and also and where do you where do you draw the line, right? Because I don't think tanking is good, and and coaches typically don't either, and players don't try to tank, but front offices do. And I understand that you understand these. Uh, intricacies as a sports better you're going to look and go i know that say this team is tanking so their their season's probably going to be bad but like i, I don't know it's just there's some there's some shady stuff too. sports betting in general i mean no one's making a living off this very few people are so it's a fun hobby but um some people it are. still should be I mean, regular well some people but but yeah i mean, that percentage is still very small right and i mean the majority of the country doesn't allow sports betting. So again, we're like in yeah. the minority. We're watching this. Thing Thank grow. God we're in one that does. I know, seriously. But we're watching this, you know, market grow. Once it becomes legalized pretty much everywhere, you can't be doing sketchy stuff like this. You can't be. No. You need to kick the extra point. You need to fucking see the game through. You need to see the score through. So big things here in this game. Uh, obviously, the the Bears, it's 9-21 to 21 is the final score, but the that last touchdown's whatever. Who cares? I mean, it was a sweet was, ass touchdown, were, though. Did you see it? It was one yeah, handed, but it was. It didn't matter. No, sure. no, no, it didn't matter. You know, it's like the game was definitely over. The Saints dominated. Um, Breeze threw for two hundred sixty-five yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara is a stud. He was one yard shy of one hundred yards rushing. Um, the The Bears' offense was just abysmal. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was okay. One hundred ninety-nine yards. He threw a touchdown. He didn't turn the ball over. What? But. What whereas their downfall? What as soon as this happened, I was like, "This is it's over." Like, was it the whims drop? It was the whims drop. That was such a beautiful ball by Trubisky. It was a trick play, and I was like, when I saw them do it, I was like, "This is a joke, right?" And then I saw Trubisky fucking air it out, and I was like, "Oh my god, whims is open! Oh my god, this is a perfect throw! Oh my god, whims just let it go through his hands." And I was like, that's it. That it doesn't even matter. I I don't even remember what the score was at the time. I was like, that's it. It the Bears are losing this game. Yeah, it just he I don't know. He's also the same guy who when they played the Saints the last time he punched him. Yeah, he punched he, he fucking, punched him in the fucking helmet. Yeah, number I I can I can never remember his name. The chirper. Is it something Grady? Yeah, it, it's something. Gardner, right? Gardner, uh da, 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 I'll be able to tell you. Gardner Minshew, right? It's Gardner Minshew. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yes. And so the, <laughs> he is obviously a, a professional chirper, dude, because he not only got That's whims. I know. He not only got whims to punch him the first game and get ejected and get suspended for like two games or whatever, but he also got Anthony Miller to do the exact same thing yeah. this game. And guess what else? As soon as that happened, everyone was like, how is this team not prepared for this professional clown who like I, loves to chirp in people's ear? He got punched by Michael Thomas in practice. He's obviously a menace. How does this team not go into this game saying, this guy is going to try to make you punch him. Do not punch him. And the fact is, I, they did. They had a whole meeting on it earlier this week. Nagy said that they reviewed it as a team saying do not whatever they put his fucking poster up and said whatever you do do not punch this man or sure. you know and they fuck and but he, i'm gonna they fucking did it I'm, anyway 
Well, I'm going to tell you something. There are people who punch people and there are people who ask to get punched. And when you put them together, I mean, I don't care how many meetings you have. That's going to fucking happen. It's no, a, no, no. It's sh- it, yeah, it, it can happen. It shouldn't happen. Not on a professional football team. Not when you're oh, in the listen, playoffs. Oh, listen, I don't think it's acceptable. I, I don't think it's acceptable. But I'm trying to think of a playoffs where something like this hasn't happened. Well, it, I, I mean, think I of a can't, season. I mean, what do you mean? I, I watched six games this weekend. One game no, had a punch in it and five games yeah, didn't exactly. have a punch Yeah, exactly. And it was it. the one. I'm just there. These players, I mean, it's a highly, highly competitive sport. It's a highly physical sport. It is not, they say football is a contact sport. It's a collision sport. You're ramming your body into other people. It's high testosterone, high pressure. People's paychecks, their livelihood is literally on the line. And that a lot of them don't even give a shit about that. They care about, you know, their name and their honor and the way that they play the game and how good they're going to be seen like through the years and you know you get down a little bit you're having a bad day this guy's chirping in your ear again it's not acceptable but it's gonna happen and it's a perfect combination i mean he's hit him before and that guy has chirped before i don't know it's gonna not happen surprised. that's all i'm saying it's gonna I'm not ha- no i agree with you it's gonna happen on poorly coached teams on yes. on poorly disciplined teams you think do you think that that shit would have ever been done on the patriots with fucking Belichick Not as the they coach. They wanted to play again. Exactly. And so, the, uh, yeah, it, it was poorly disciplined, poorly coached team. They obviously don't respect Nagy. And, yeah, and Nagy went up to him, went up to Miller as he was leaving the game, and he said something. Can't read his lips because he was wearing a fucking, you know, gator. But still, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't good. I'm sure it wasn't good. Um, but what was the spread on this game? We went over this. It was 11, and it, okay. it was – you know, that touchdown at the end with no extra point really screwed some people. Um, one last thing that I do want to say is I don't know what happens to Trubisky. I don't know where he's going to go. I, I If the Bears don't have a better option, I would just kind of stick with him. I know that sucks, but I, what else do they depends. have? What else do they have? What other options? Figure out have? your coaching situation first. Yes. If you're going to keep Nagy, then in my opinion, you trade Trubisky. You're not going to be able to keep uh, Robinson because he wants out from uh, the reports uh, because they didn't pay him. I mean, you've got a running back in Montgomery and you have an okay offensive line and you've got a great defense. If you're going to keep Nagy, you're rebuilding. So you're going to have to extend him probably two years and be like, know your expectations. If you get rid of Nagy and you grab somebody like the chief's offensive coordinator by chance, right? Who could maybe maximize some of Trubisky's assets. You can maybe convince Robinson to stay Maybe. That changes things a little bit. Maybe, But yeah. um, my opinion is quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Trubisky is serviceable. He might not be your franchise guy, but you could make it work with the right coaching, probably. I mean, if it's one like one thing I've realized this season, particularly, is that you're right. Quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, do not grow on fucking trees. It is so hard to find a good franchise quarterback. It, I mean, it really I is. It's a fucking diamond in the rough. And when you find it, fucking hold on to it. And now I'm not saying Mitch is one of them. He's definitely not. But, like, just to trade him away to get, you know, fucking Nick Foles or, you know, Gardner Minshew or I don't even know who's right. on the table. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to do anything. Uh, in one of our groups, we have a uh, big Bears fan, and he said something today um, that I agree with. He said the worst decision they made all season was trading for – Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean, I knew. I mean, as soon as I heard that trade, I was like, "That's right. a joke." 
But no, I agree. I, I cannot believe that that was something that they wanted to do and they did do. I don't know. Also, uh, we should mention, because I'm going to forget at some point in this podcast, and you just said Nick Foles, Doug Peterson was fired today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was. Um, and I mean, I guess, that's it. That's good it. Good luck. I thought he was unfireable. I thought he was untouchable, at least for another decade, because he, he won them a Super Bowl. But, I mean, I mean, how long ago was that? Three years ago? So, I mean, apparently... A Super Bowl will last you three years in Philly if you don't do your job right. Well, you know what you know what they say. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. So he, he'll uh, he'll go somewhere else. He might go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Actually, he will, and Gase will probably go to. Uh, where do you think Gase? Will I, I hope he doesn't go anywhere. I hope he doesn't. I also hope that. I hope that. Okay, there were rumors. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> there were rumors. Listen to this. Okay, we're going down the Gase rabbit hole. There were rumors that the uh, there were teams out there that wanted to go and grab. Um, they wanted to go and grab Adam Gase for the offensive coordinator job, and then grab Matt Patricia from the Lions and make him the defensive coordinator. And I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Has no one learned anything about? They were head coaches for years and couldn't do anything. I get that these coordinator positions are less work. Maybe that'll be better. But I can't even imagine putting two dysfunctional coaches like that together on any team at all. Now, I will say, in defense of Matt Patricia, I look, he's a terrible head coach. Uh, the Lions did a, a smart move by firing him this season. He was a good defensive coordinator with the Patriots, right? Of he's a he good was. defensive mind. So I'm not going to, if he sticks to what he's good at, you know, and he hones in on his special defensive, you know, talent, his defensive mind. I, I'm not saying he, he can be successful. He could be successful somewhere else sure. as a defensive well, I just, coordinator. I just want to say this though: Adam Gase was the offensive coordinator when Peyton Manning threw all those touchdowns and had like the historic season. Yeah. I mean, he's he's proven that he can do that too. Technically, well, maybe he'll get another chance as an offensive coordinator. But both those God, men, both those men, should not be head coaches ever again. Agreed. Uh, okay, so final game. This is a doozy. This is a doozy. So, okay, fun fact. I watched the Bears game with a bunch of Bears fans. uh, And after the game, I was like, okay, uh, you know, I'm going to go home, relax, you know, unwind Sunday night, and I'll watch the Browns-Steelers game. It was maybe a 10-minute drive, and I got back, and there was maybe 10 minutes (laughs) left I mean, there was still 10 minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah. I had only missed five minutes of game time, right? And it was 14 to nothing, Browns. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? And so I went back and looked. Obviously, I saw the fucking hike over Ben Roethlisberger's fucking head. It, was that the first that play of the game? Very, it was. And it was very, I mean, if you don't count the kickoff, obviously, but yes. And the uh, it was very reminiscent of that Super Bowl when the Seahawks played the Broncos and the first play of the game was right over fucking um, Peyton Manning's head. <laughs> and I, you, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do, it's, I do. That's exactly what it felt like to me. That was, I mean, and then it was, it was just a downhill spiral from there because then the Browns go up 28 nothing, And the Steelers, look, give them credit. They came back and for a brief second, I thought that they were going to do what they did to the Colts 
uh, I think week sure. 16 where they were down by a lot and they came back and won. I was like, oh my God, this is actually more of a Browns failure than a, a Steelers you know, win right. because how funny would it be for the Browns to go up 28 nothing and then to choke it away to the Steelers and that never happened. Even, even if the Steelers would have lost that, which would have been funny, obviously, in its own right, um, I, you know, they can always come back to they didn't have their head coach. And also Conklin, their uh, right tackle went down. Yeah, uh, that was that was huge. He's the best offensive lineman on their team, without a that doubt. Sucks. They traded for him in the offseason. I really I don't know what that injury consisted of. I hope he's coming back. Um, but we'll we'll see. He is a very good lineman in the NFL. Um, but Baker, I mean, Baker did what he had to do. Uh, and I think he was excited about it. And I think they're the the worst thing to me is that they were interviewed before the game and Juju said the Browns is the Browns. I'm not worried. They're the same like, Browns we play every year. He said something like yep. that. And uh, Corvette, Corvette, baby. Like he yeah. is a clown. He's and I like Juju. He he, he balled. I mean, like, I don't want to I mean I get it. Inflated a little bit inflated there, but 157 <coughs> yards. He had a touchdown. Bless you. Thank you. Um he played well, but the one that bothers me the most is that Chase Claypool today was quoted uh, in an interview saying that, yeah, the, the loss sucks, but they're going to get clapped by the Chiefs. Maybe, but they get to fucking play the Chiefs. Yeah, so exactly. what are you talking about? No, exactly. Exactly. Like, what you can't, like, I saw that too. I saw that, like, Steelers fans going on Twitter being like, well, doesn't matter all that just to get fucking destroyed by the Chiefs. Who fucking cares? They fucking yeah. waxed your asses. And you were exactly what we said all season, the worst 11-0 team we've ever seen. I've called them princes of fraud land. And honestly, it's the they might kings. be they might be kings. Yeah, exactly. I think that they beat the I might have to write another coronation article. You know, I'll relegate the Seahawks to princes and the Steelers can be the real kings of fraud land because you guys went eleven and zero, and then have just become a downward spiral since. And, and talked so much shit, dancing on logos, yeah. fucking. I mean, they have a terrible fan base. I hate their fan base, and <laughs> <laughs> and they lose to the Browns in hilarious fashion. Um, and also, why are you thing- punting on fourth and one, fourth and two, and when you're yeah, down twelve or whatever in know. the fourth quarter? If you know what I'm, They're if like, you know the drive I'm so talking weird. about, because They're they had like, all yeah. the momentum, and then they punt, and they basically said, "You can have the win." Well, they're like, we'll trust our defense, and a lot of head coaches do that. And I gotta tell you, dude, like, so I, dumb. When, you, when your so defense has given up so many points already, I, I listen. Just, when you're anyway, down twenty-eight to nothing, and you somehow manage to claw your way back, and you have momentum, you fucking look at that fourth and one and say, "Fuck you," and you, you go for it. Um. Big Ben, obviously, big game from Ben. He did throw four picks. We'll start with that. Cup. I mean. Four picks, they always show up on the stat sheet the exact same. A couple of those picks were, like, very athletic. They were tips that were dove for. Still counts as a pick, but, I mean, that always kind of sucks. I always felt uh, there's no asterisk for that kind of shit. But he completed 47 passes, over 500 yards passing. I mean, there's only so many 500-yard passing games ever in the history of the NFL, and Ben holds a lot of them. Yeah. At least at least four. Um, they had him throw 68 fucking times. One more. His shoulder's probably cooked. One more. Just one more pass. Would have been nice. Would have been very nice. Uh, four touchdowns. Um, their run game was non-existent, but it has been for a while. Um, 
I just they didn't deserve to win it. They aren't the best team. I'm glad the Browns are going to get their shot. Um, Look, you never know. Like you never know. And I do know. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we. we <laughs> if I'm putting my money, I'm putting it on the Chiefs. In fact, I do have right. my money on the Chiefs winning the yep. whole fucking thing because I'm an idiot. But uh, not yet. You're not. Well, not yet. Not yet. But. Uh, I mean, they're just look. Just be happy if you're a Browns fan. This is huge. This is a huge moment in your franchise. Uh, uh, and the Browns uh, cover. <laughs> they did by a lot. Um, what was the spread? You it was about six. The-, the spread was six for the Steelers. So obviously, yes. Uh, Forty-eight to thirty-seven. Final score of the Browns Steelers game. We will. Oh, this was also. Just so everyone's aware, this was Scorigami. The score has never happened before. <laughs> oh, and it was the Cleveland Browns' first playoff win since 1994. Boom. Okay, you want to talk about the uh, preview of the NCAA football championship, the Natty? Yes, and we got to do it quick because it starts in nine minutes. But we have Ohio State versus Alabama. Alabama is nine-point favorites, and the over-under is a whopping 75 points. Yep. I'm taking Alabama. And I'm okay. taking I'm taking the over. You're taking Alabama to cover. I'm taking them the, to cover. The I'm taking them to cover nine, okay. and I'm taking the over at seventy five. I'm taking the over of seventy five. I am taking Alabama to cover. I'm taking Ohio State, or I'm taking uh, Alabama to win. I'm taking Ohio State to cover. Ooh, okay. Do you want to throw five bucks on this just to make it interesting? Let's throw ten on it. I'm gonna actually. I'll, I'll, let's throw. Let's throw ten. No, let's take ten. And I'm going to take Ohio State to win. And you want me to take Alabama straight up? Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Okay. 10 bucks. I'll do that. Virtual. No odds. Virtual micro, uh, microphone handshake. Uh, what are the odds for the money line? Is it like plus 400? Don't worry. No, don't don't that. worry about it. Just don't worry about it. We're, no, I bet it's like plus. It's like too three. late. We already shook through our microphones. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, t- I'm taking it with you no matter what for the for the fans. But what what is the? What Alabama is minus 305. Ohio State is plus 235. Oh, okay. That's better than I thought, actually. Yeah, there you go. See, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's fun. All right. Well, uh, do you want to predict scores? Uh, for college, it's going to be so <laughs> fucking hard. Okay, fine. Alabama fucking 50. <laughs> okay. 50 burger. Ohio State 31. I'm going to give Ohio State 46 points. Alabama 40. High scoring game. All Let's around. Let's go. Whoosh. It should be. Whoosh. Okay. We have our 2020 football champions. It is Notre Dame. Congratulations, Andrew. Yeah, we did it. We had to play the harder team. <laughs> Good job, Andrew. And congrats to the entire Fighting Irish Army. <laughs> you guys put up a hell of a fight. Um, This was not a fun game to watch. Uh, okay. Alabama wins. Well, I'll be serious for a second. Alabama wins. Uh, fuck. What was the score? Shit. Uh, it. Fuck. <laughs> I just Do had you it. Me tell you? No, no, no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Fuck. Yeah. Alabama tell me. wins. Well, right. Alabama wins 52 to 24. 52 to 24. I knew the overhit. Yeah, barely, but it did. Oh, well, it shouldn't have been barely because Ohio State had a touchdown that they didn't give to them. But. Yeah, um, but it's. I mean, it's. That's uh, whatever. I mean, well, if let's just say if the score was seventy four or seventy five, even a lot mm. of people would be pissed. But since <laughs> it's seventy six and the over under was seventy five, 
all is forgiven. But we're not doing this whole fucking saints thing where you no. know I'm I'm not I just I'm not having that I'm not having that so. Uh, so obviously Ohio State's I think starting running back he broke his collarbone that's what was speculated. Um, he left the game and then obviously um Devonta Smith who had a fun like the craziest first half of football I've ever seen three touchdowns like two hundred yards twelve receptions. It's like that's like Tyreek Hill, but I mean, obviously it's in college, so I mean, no one go crazy yet. But the guy looks great. But I, they, he has a hand injury, and that's the other thing about Alabama destroyed Ohio State uh, without Devonta Smith in the second half and um, Jalen Waddle, who was hurt, who was a star, but who was hurt playing on a bad, you know, foot and uh, and battle close and battle getting ejected yep. for targeting. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just. And Mac Jones, 36 completions, 464 yards, five touchdowns. Alabama's clearly the better team here. Um, And you know who's clearly the better gambler? uh, I'm going to say that it's me. (laughs) It has to be me. So you owe me $10. I don't want want to rub it in your face. but And this is mostly because of the Stafford bet. But in the past two days... You are going to owe me eighty dollars worth of bets because yes. fifty for the Stafford, twenty for the Colts, and now ten for correct. The however, final. however, I will get it back somehow. <laughs> I'm sure you look. This is this is just another look. The the war never ends. It's just battles. No, it doesn't. So I'm not I'm gonna have I, to. I'm not saying I've won the war. war I've just I've just won a few more battles. I think, um, man, I'm I'm trying to decide what I should do about the playoffs because I I'm probably gonna make another parlay. Hmm. Now I'll think about it. I do know I'll tease something. I'll tease something for our listeners. If you're B3T Sports readers, uh, our boy Johnny Walks is coming up with a parlay, a playoff parlay for this weekend. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe that article is coming out uh, tomorrow. So good chance if you're listening to this right now, it's up on our website. Uh, that's I think that's everything. I mean, go go Bama. Uh, they got another title. I was close, Saban. by the way. I said like 50 to 31. 52 to 24. Well, no, I remember. I remember, Andrew. It was, no, do you? So 50, if you weren't close, I would, you would conveniently forget. I <laughs> probably, but I wasn't not close. 52 to 24 is awfully close to 50 to 31, right? It is awfully close. For a college football game, it's I would say sure. it's close. And I got the winner right, and I got the over right. Yep. Now, real quick, just real quick, real, real, real quick. Do you think Devontae Smith will be a top three pick in the draft? Top three? That's top three. That's what I'm stretch. hearing. That's what I'm hearing. No, I, I don't think so. He's probably top five. Top but five. it also it also is really tough because all these kids are super talented, um, but we don't know exactly how the draft order is going to fall yet. Because if if somebody like if if the Chiefs, so let's just say they shipped everything, but a, but Patrick Mahomes for a bunch of picks for whatever the fuck reason, that would never happen. But let's just say they do, they would never be taking a QB one hundred and one, right? So sure. it's like who who knows where this shit's going to go. He is definitely talented. He's small, and I know people say that doesn't matter. It does matter in the NFL until you could prove you could do it at that level. Like 
Antonio Brown's a small guy. He gets off the line. He does things that other players can't do. Until we can see something like that from him, I don't want to. Obviously, he's not like I'm not going to say he's a game buster in the NFL, but he does look great. So, okay, well, we'll end on that. Hell yeah! All right, I get the final word. <laughs> Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Showers because baths are for babies.